Hello everybody, how's it going and welcome back to the As Always podcast episode 140. I'm your host James and I'm joined as always by Tyler. As always, how's it going my friend? It's going pretty well, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, doing That's very nice. well. Excited to be here as always on the uh, Four Pillars Network for the first time on the As oh Always podcast. Oh my god. It's insane. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Yeah. I think as well, though, before we get going, I better address the fact that I do have a big cut on my nose, and everyone's going to be like, what happened? Because people don't follow me on Twitter. Uh, I was right. playing with my dog, my dog bit my nose, and now I have a big cut on my nose. Um, so there you go. That's what happened. Now you can stop asking Dude, me. Dude, it's a big cut, hey. It is a big cut. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, do you, um, what'd you do? What'd you do to Sora after you did that? What did I do to him? Yeah. Kicked him you across know? the fucking room. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, I was just making sure you disciplined the dog as necessary. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. you know, it was a figurative kick, of course. No, no, it wasn't. It was it was genuine and I cracked a few ribs too. Oh, um, oh for good measure. God. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I didn't. We're, I did we're joking, guys. You, yeah, of course, <coughs> no, of course. Was, did Sora realize he fucked up? Uh, sometimes the dogs know. Sometimes the dogs are like I fucked up. No, I think he enjoyed it. <coughs> <laughs> He's a little fucking devil. <laughs> uh, uh, my teeth are my power. Um, yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, yeah. So here on the Four Pillars Network, so. This isn't gonna be on your channel, is it? You're just gonna post, um, a I guess so. Dick on your channel and my channel, or is yeah? What are we doing? How's this work? I feel uh, like yeah. it, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we sort of said well, maybe we'll transition, but now I don't know. I feel like it might be better to just go full in and then just put all the highlights on. I, I, I agree with you. I'm yeah. with you. I, I thought the same. We were kind of kind of gonna do like a four episode transition, but then it's like, but then they're in two places, and we've already got thousands of people over the network. So it's like, just do it. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully people will start views. to the notice. Network has, yeah, the the yeah, people are pretty committed um, to the network already. Um, yeah, it's a very yeah successful launch. So um, I think we're right here on the on the Four Pillars Network, the new home of the As Always podcast. Yeah. Uh, that is powered, of course, by the great people over at Patreon.com mm. forward slash As Always. So if you like what you're listening to slash watching here, and you wanna hear more, head over to Patreon.com forward slash As Always, and for just one dollar a month or more. You get exclusive access to the best podcast on the internet, the Clubhouse Podcast, that has over 100 episodes for your streaming pleasure uh, that you can listen to right now for just a dollar. Plus, there's lots of other cool perks and rewards and bonuses, early access to other video projects and things like that. It's it's a very exciting time, and there's other things we're working on with, as always, this year that's moving forward um, that will be talked about and announced down the road. And Clubhouse is just booming. We did that 100th episode last Sunday, and this coming Sunday, um, we've got a got another you know big episode. The topic thread's already up. There's some huge topics in there, James. I've read, and there's some Ooh. insanity going on. So nice. um, I'm excited for um, for the next clubhouse and what it's going to be. And um, it's what it is. It's what it is. Um, so yep. thank you to those sweet vintage lads and the producers over patient.com forward slash as always for making this show happen. We wouldn't be here without them. So thank you to Damien, Real Kermit Cinema, King Richard III, Viridian, Colton the Cream Pie King, Jesper Olsen, Olbrick, Avery Jobs, Cat94, Flash Paradox, Does the Name, William Miles, Rick and Bell, Cassandra Fingers Me with a Thick Strong Arms, Raj, Ryan Hafer, and Balzac47. Thank you, sweet vintage lads, for helping power this podcast. We wouldn't be Beautiful. here without you, quite literally. Um... You know, four pills mm-hmm. probably wouldn't exist. It's um, it's a sort of a thing. It's sort of a thing, 
It's um, a thing, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a bit of a thing. So, um, right. yeah, James, what's been what's been happening, my friend? What's going on? Give me God, some news. Uh, you, you, your nose is fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you What have you been playing at the moment? You're still streaming like an animal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and well, that's exciting. Yeah, I've I've been still playing a bit of Persona uh, here and there, getting through that game. Yeah. I've got about forty hours in it now, and I'm f- still fucking loving it. Um, yeah. Uh, been playing, continuing to play through Valhalla, and honestly, I'm getting into the swing of things with it now. It took me a little bit to get back into it, especially because like it's such a long game. Um, so getting jumping straight back in and playing it again was just like it just felt like a fucking job. But honestly, I'm really enjoying myself now with it's it. Because so. it's a terrible game. That's so. fine. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. It's over. It, <laughs> it's fucking over. It is, and here's the thing: it is over. <clears throat> it's over. Yeah. I've done. I've literally released mm-hmm. my last Valhalla video. Yeah, you have. Yeah. I. It's, it's. I feel like I feel so good. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's over now and I can move on with my life. Yeah, good. That's I, good. I've got a lot of relief, you know? Yeah, that's nice. That's what I like to hear. Um, and I've also been delving back into Assassin's Creed 1 for this speedrun that I'm working on um, yeah. to finally do it. Uh, it's been good fun, actually. I've really enjoyed it because, I mean, as a kid, I played a stupid amount of Assassin's Creed 1. is an unhealthy amount of Assassin's Creed 1. More than any 10-year-old yeah. should play a game like that. Um, right, yeah. Like, just a stupid amount of times. Um, so, my knowledge of that game is just r- ridiculous. I'd say it's up there with, you know, top five. Um, and I'm going to prove it. I'm going to become number one. Get that world record on console. Um, yeah, yeah. what's so motivated good. you for this? And, I don't what, know, and what's the approach honest. you're taking to, to break... So, for those who don't know, James is attempting this year, in 2021, to break the record for the fastest playthrough in Assassin's Creed 1. Mm-hmm. In the world, the world record. Yeah. So... Um, What's motivated you, James, to attempt this, and how are you approaching um, doing it as well? Um, well, I don't know why I've decided to do it. I think, I think I just, I think I've been doing like casual speed runs over the years. Like every time I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, oh, I feel like streaming. I'll just do an AC one speed run because it's so quick to do. I can do it in like six hours mm. um, when I'm just like fucking about and talking with chat and everything. And I thought, I wonder if I genuinely tried if I could do like as fast as fast as if not quicker than the world record and the world record on console um and it's a different uh, record for console on pc because on pc the fast travel works differently so it shaves off almost an hour of travel time so they're just completely different categories um yeah okay but the world record on console is four hours 32 minutes and 11 seconds and that to me feels really reasonable to do um and so i think you could do that i know how quick you can fucking do it already how have you done any sort of speed run yet have you got a gauge of how long it can take you well, I've done... Well, I mean, so, like, my past casual speedruns have been under six hours. It's been, like, five and a half to six hours long. And that's when I'm, like, just chatting and everything and just sort of messing about. So that's, like, already looks pretty good. But I've been doing some practice runs um, or, like, just practicing specific, like, memory blocks um, to just see how quickly I can do it. And I got, like, a proper timer set up and I've got, like, the uh, world record times for each segment uh, programmed into the thing so it can compare me against it. Um, and yesterday I did memory block two a few times and I managed to comp- I managed to get through the Masyaf section with the traitor where you got to find him and then Tamir's Damascus assassination um, in I did all of that together 48 seconds quicker than the world record time so Holy I'm already in a really good position um, there's a lot of like ways that I've learned a lot by doing this because the chat introduce a lot of things to me but some stuff that i already knew um like to speed up things like when you when you're doing so like at the beginning when you have to save the monk before you go into damascus if you jump at him and lock on at the same time it skips the dialogue so you can skip over that completely um which is really useful 
Um, and then it's all about as well mapping out your routes to each investigation so you don't have to bother with um, viewpoints and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, overall, I think I've, I'm really confident with the first, you know, quarter of the game now or coming up on that. So memory block one and two, I think I've got in the bag. Then it's just about mapping yeah. out and planning the rest of the game. And also there's a few exploits for like assassinations that you kind of have to use. Otherwise you're going to be at a disadvantage. Like um, with William de Montferrat, you have to make sure you do this ridiculously stupid jump. And I tried it once, but I fucked it up on one of my casual runs through the game where you jump yeah. on, you jump from the building onto a tiny little banister next to some stairs. And then you go all the way around without jumping off. And it allows you to move into the fortress while the cutscene's playing. So you can just stand right behind him when he spawns in um yeah and get him and there's a few more like one with the jubayer one with um bloody some other guy i forget which one it is but um yeah there's a couple of little bits that i'm gonna have to practice uh but i i think i think i'm in a good position i'm looking forward to actually doing it properly and seeing if i can beat it um so as soon as i've got some more practice down on the other memory blocks i should be good to go i think yeah oh that's awesome dude that's fucking incredible yeah, here's cool. the thing so so who acknowledges the world record like who you know <clears throat> certifies it i guess well the sort of there's a few places that people submit speed runs but the main one that's used for like the big speed runs world records and like you know people that are professionally doing it on twitch is on speedrun.com which is where you've got all these things um so there's a few yep. rules you have to make sure that you like a buy by for particular games so it changes from game to game uh, but i'm just abiding yep. by the rules of you know uh, and playing by the same rules as the guy that did it because sometimes you don't count load times sometimes you do so uh, the guy that did the world yep. record counted his load time so i've got to count mine as well but uh yeah yeah i'm just making sure i'm doing everything right and once i submit it there it can take a couple of weeks but it, they they should approve it and then put me at number one spot is as long as i went obviously so yeah of course which you will yeah. we have no doubt mm -hmm. yeah that's amazing that's amazing Mm. Um, I'm excited for it. I have no doubt yeah. you can do it, and I think it's right that you you hold that world record. Yeah. Do you think it'll cause other people to try to beat you though? Like it'll, because Maybe. you're a big name, you're not you're not just a guy that's speedrunning. You're a, a, a you know a well known person. Mm. That's a good point. Maybe it would be kind of fun though if someone were to try and take it on. Like if I beat the world record, and someone's like, oh, maybe I can do it quicker, and then they beat me, I can try and beat them again um yeah so it could sure. be fun it could have a lot of competition in the community of just people speed running ac1 um which yeah. would be kind of fun so yeah i'll be up for that actually yeah that's awesome that's awesome yeah, i feel like fun. i want to because i really am am committed to when i look at assassin's creed and obviously i have such an assassin's creed audience and i'm now done with assassin's creed mm -hmm. um it's quite a place that i'm in right now and when i say i'm done with assassin's mm -hmm. creed is that i i I want to stay committed to Assassin's Creed. And when I'm, what I mean by that is I want to stay committed to the Ezio Trilogy. Mm -hmm. And AC1 included in that. And even maybe Black Flag, but not really. Like, I love Black Flag. I'm sure I'll replay Black Flag. But, like, I want to almost, like, become... I'm going to be doing, you know, all sorts of videos on lots of games. Focusing mm -hmm. a, a lot on Horizon as well and Fable as two major games, but I almost mm -hmm. want to become like some sort of Ezio trilogy tribute channel of some kind, like <laughs> and keep it like retro Assassin's mm -hmm. Creed, like still make have a bit of a community involved in it, and that includes the Assassin's Creed multiplayer. I want to mm -hmm. somehow have some sort of like club multiplayer club that's still going and keeping it active, whether it's Brotherhood or Revelations. 
Yeah, well, I know there was recently, when I say recently, it was in the last couple of years, but it's relatively recently, someone wanted me or invited me. This was when I was like, it was around when Odyssey was coming out, when I had that whole shift in, like, I don't want anything to do with Assassin's Creed. Um, so I yeah. never really, like, I was like, nah, I'm not interested. But there was this Discord that someone made um, for, like, people that loved the Assassin's Creed multiplayer, where they were, like, trying to mm. bring it back, like, keep it alive and get this, like, community of yeah. people playing multiplayer. So there's definitely an audience yeah. for it. There's definitely people that are still well, big fans I, of it. Yeah, for sure. I think I might be the man to do it. Mm. I think I might be the man to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you're the one that beat me in the multiplayer, so you made a name oh, for yourself. Mean, you're like, oh, you beat lasers. Even I mean, beating I never you stood a is, is, yeah, beating you is um, one is a one word to use. I would, annihilation was. Yeah, well, you didn't need to go there, but you know, it's okay. Yeah. It's been a few years. But here's now. the thing: you're, you're also really good at Assassin's Creed multiplayer. That's the thing. Like, let's not get it twisted no, because yeah, you, people have seen what you've then gone and done to other YouTubers. Yeah, Nick from the Creed. Yeah. Um, but it, but it also makes me look even better you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. um so but people know how people know I, I don't have any dispute there's no one no one ever calls me out anymore in Assassin's Creed multiplayer they're like i'm a better <laughs> game i can beat you with this i'm like good for you like i didn't know that was what i was competing at um i didn't know i was competing at fucking call of duty that i've never played um i'm pretty sure i was playing Assassin's Creed multiplayer and that's what i'm the best in the world at and that's fucking fact um yeah. uh, and i haven't seen anyone that can come close and mm. that's what it is but i'd love to like have you know and, I, and I'm planning out my, like, real-life history videos. And I was going to work on Valhalla ones, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. Like, I literally want nothing to do with <laughs> any of those games. I'm not doing any his, real-life history. Is Viking I'm, history? No, I'm, I'm not doing... I literally had... I started writing a script for one particular video. I was going to be on, like, what was King Alfred doing in the um, Order of the Ancients ending? Like, what was he doing in that swamp place? I was going to explain the whole oh, historical right. background yeah, yeah. of why he was there and the exile and what happened following it and, like, the epi- like the after, what happened after Valhalla mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, I thought that would be a good video, like, what happened to, uh, what happened after Valhalla. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing any more Valhalla videos. And, enough, um, you know, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But I find it funny... Uh, all the comments there's so many dudes so so many mm-hmm. first of all on their on the spoiler cast then even more on my so I yeah. released my review for Valhalla and it's called The Last Assassin's Creed my last Assassin's Creed game mm-hmm. the last AC I'll ever play um, and all of them was like I can't wait till the next game gets announced and you, you play it I'm like you guys <laughs> have just no idea who I am yeah, like you guys just weird. don't understand how stubborn I am yeah and and certain other comments been like, what if it's like, and even what you said in this podcast, what if it's mm-hmm. the exact game you want? And I'm like, James, there hasn't been the exact game I've want since Revelations. It's yeah. been ten years. I've let it go. Yeah. I I I literally don't have it anymore in me. And it it, it, it the game I want doesn't even exist anymore. If that makes sense, like I don't want mm-hmm. anything anymore. Like I literally have yeah, let it go yeah. so much. Like I don't even have a game I want anymore. I don't have it. It's gone. I don't have some Assassin's Creed thing I want to see. I don't have some game in mind. I don't have a setting I want to see. I like, there's nothing. I don't have anything. I've let, that's the level I've let it go. Yeah. And I've like, sure. even if the next game looks good, even if you'll tell me how good it is, out of stubbornness, I will not play it. And that's what I want everyone to understand. <laughs> I will not play it. Yeah. That's I will how watch, <laughs> I, I, I will watch like spoilers because I'll still be, I've got to be on the spoiler cast because views. Um, mm-hmm. and I've got to have an opinion, but that way I can sort of media and be like, oh, you guys tell me what you thought of the game and 
yeah, so this is what happened in the ending. That sounds fucking mental, or you know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. I'm still going to, like, yeah. pay attention, but rather than spend 100 hours of my fucking life and then add another 100 hours of making videos from it, I'm just going to watch, like, two hours of videos yeah. and then know what happened and talk about it on podcasts. I mean, save myself a lot of time yeah save myself a lot of time so yeah. like I will I'm sure I'll know what happens in the next games and I'll, and I'll know what's going on because I can't avoid it my Twitter will always be filled with oh the new Assassin's Creed got revealed and I'll, I'll obviously be talking to you about it on the podcast mm-hmm. but uh, I'm not going to play it mm-hmm. I just will not play it and that's and that's what I've stated and that's what I mean and that's what will happen yeah that's what will um, happen not yeah, not that I'll never talk about it, not that I'll never know what happens, it's just I will not play it. Yeah, but people are going to yeah. twist that, you know, as soon as you talk about it on a podcast, I'm like, I thought you were done with Assassin's Creed Todd, I thought you were never talking about it again. It's like, well, that's I never said I mean. that, but, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> They'll come for you forever. Right. Yeah, that's true, it's true, it's a good point. I can I can validate, validate what I'm saying as much as I want, people will always twist it, and it's what it is, but that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um... Yeah, I've been. Um, I finally got back playing. Played my first game of the year. Wow! In twenty twenty one, finally played. Well, I didn't even. Play, I played an hour and a half. Yeah, uh, I streamed wow. Final that was Fantasy Seven. Shit! I fucking tuned in. I was like, oh, Tyler's gonna get to one of the best bits, and he just stopped. And I was like, oh well, I don't want to fuck this, dude. Dude, what what day was it? it was Friday? Yeah. So, dude, I mm-hmm. I'd been working on videos all day. Uh, then. I'd gone out to a work thing. I like driven to the other side. Of the city. I'd driven like an hour and a half to the other side of the city. Went to this work dinner thing, and then I came back. I was fucking wrecked. And then I watched oh, WandaVision. God, I'm like, oh yeah. fuck, I better stream. I was just like, I don't think I can do this. Yeah, and yeah. No, I, as soon it. as I jumped on starting, I was so exhausted. I was mm. fucking wrecked. And then I was like, I'm just gonna play now enough. But also, like, I wasn't even planning on streaming last week. I just thought, here's this window of time that I reckon I could fit in a stream. I just need to do it so that way I'm like, wow, I'm back playing. I'm I'm excited again. I'll definitely be streaming. You know what, what I mean? I could have left it yeah. more weeks before I started streaming, but I, I just thought if I start now, I'll have to keep going. So it was more of just like a quick hour and a half just to get me back into it. And then yeah. like come this this coming week, I'll find some time. I'll do a longer stream. It'll be a lot more fun. It'll be better. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, sure. It's nice. all good. It's all good. But um, yeah, it's I've also been playing. So my... Girlfriend doesn't play games. She doesn't know anything about anything with video games. She doesn't know what I talk about. Whenever I talk about things, she's like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. She's never (laughs) played like... I'm not a gamer. I don't know what you're talking about. She doesn't say it like that. And (laughs) she's never said that. Um, uh, But she she said to me once, she's like, oh, I really like this arcade... Well, I remember saying she likes this arcade game. Right. And 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 I'm like, the other day, I'm like, what what is this game that you were t- telling me about? And she goes, it's Galaga. I'm like, all right. Oh, right Look yeah, up. You can buy Galaga on PlayStation Store. So mm-hmm. I've got on the PS5 now and on my PS4. So I've taken my PS4 to her place. And I just thought, oh, you know, when she grew up, she played some Galaga. Dude, she is incredible. <laughs> like, best it's, Galaga player of all time. It's literally, I'm like, are you the best Galaga player in the world? Like, it's <laughs> fucking insane. So That's we spent amazing. like... So I spent like Saturday night, like she doesn't play any game. It's just this game. And then <laughs> uh, like nothing else. And like I, I load up Calico on the PS4. We, Saturday night, we're like just drinking wine, getting drunk, playing turn for turn Gallagher. And I look like a piece of shit. Like I'm good at games. I'm naturally good at any game you're going to give me. I'll be pretty decent at it. Yeah. And I felt like 
the worst player of any game of all time. That's how good she was at Gallagher. I'm like, That's what hilarious. the fuck? Yeah. She's so good at it. It was that's insane. So fucking random too. That, yeah, I know. But that's what I've been playing. I've been playing Gallagher for <coughs> all weekend. Good. It's fucking awesome. It's so good. But there's so much... Like, watching her, I'm like, holy shit. There's, like, so much you need to memorize. Every mm. You need to know every wave, like, what angles each, each section's going to come from. Yeah. And then what movements they do to know what they're going to do next. Like, it's so much to figure out. And I'm like, it's going to take me so much time to figure out. But where our goal is to have platinum Gallagher, Ooh. so that's what we're working towards to get the that's platinum for that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it's it is it's a lot of fun, and it's weird because I'd never thought I'd share any video game with her because <laughs> um, I was go- I I packed up my PS4 because I was going to give it to Jared because uh, he he's never played like, the Last of Us and stuff, and I've got mm-hmm. all the PS4 games on my PS5, so I don't need the PS4 for anything. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, Jared, you can have it and you can like play The Last of Us, Last of Us Part 2 and shit. Like, they're all on the PS4 and you can play all these games that got downloaded. But now I'm like, ah, oh, sorry, bro. You have to wait weeks because um, <laughs> I am platinuming Gallagher. <laughs> and I, I'm now determined. Like, I, I've taken it personally yeah. how bad I am at it and I'm determined to improve drastically. Yeah. So I've got I've to practice. I That's might good. even do some Gallagher streams. No, Ooh. I can't. I can't. Get Gallagher? I'm, nah, because... When you do something with your girlfriend, you, you like you can't then do it by yourself. It's like binging a show yeah, with yeah, starting a show with them and then like watching three episodes without them. You can't do it. No, you can't do it. So, no, you can't. but yeah, I would like to. I would like to. Maybe one t- one day I'll do a Gallagher stream with her, and then everyone can see how fucking ridiculously good she is. <laughs> yeah, uh, like her best friend came over. Like they were gonna go shopping today, mm-hmm. and she just happened to be. She just like I was playing Gallagher this morning, and she she. He's getting ready and then she comes and she's like, oh, let me have one go. I'm like, all right. Hand it to her. She goes on the most incredible run I've ever seen. Like just <laughs> blitz, doubles her high score and then her, her, her friend shows up and I go outside. I'm like, you don't have to come in. She's like waiting for her to come out. She's like, are we not going? I'm like, you don't have to come in. Like, it's important. <laughs> it's a Gallagher, it's a Gallagher run of the ages. It's she was just, she, and she's looking at, she's looking at us like, what the fuck are you two doing? <laughs> uh, that's crazy. We're playing PlayStation. Play PlayStation. Um, we're adults, um, but yeah, is yeah. that was fun. That was not mm-hmm. unexpected, but yeah. but some gaming has finally happened. That's good. That's good. We like the gaming. Um, we like the gaming. We like that. Even here. if it's arcade games, any yeah. any sort of gaming. All gaming. gaming. Gaming's gaming. Gaming's gaming, and that's yeah. at the end of the day. Exactly. Um, but Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII it was great to get my hands back into that and to like mm. start it up again because it's always like, even when doing the chatty stream, I was like, shit, how do you play this again? And it's yeah. only been a, a, just over, a, like, a month and a half since I'd played it last, so I, I needed a good, like, half hour, but I feel good back into it. Nice. The story, I'm at a good point of the story. I'm um, mm-hmm. in the second half of the game, so I'm really, like, mm-hmm. deep into it. So I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I love Final Fantasy VII. I'm looking forward to finishing it and then moving on to um, Melody of Memory, mm-hmm. um, Spider-Man. Then maybe, I don't know, I want to replay God of War now they've remastered. I want to replay oh, yeah. AC1 and Brotherhood. I mm-hmm. want to... Um, I what really want to play Kingdom Hearts again. I really want to play like Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, I've only Kingdom done one Hearts, playthrough man. of it. Yeah, so good. So there's so much I want to play at the moment, but I just don't have the time. It's only when mm-hmm. I stream am I gonna have the time to do it. So we'll just see. Yeah, yeah, nice. Well, talking about Melody of Memory. Uh, yeah, Horsey and Fox is coming back February twentieth. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, Melody of Memory. Uh, it's gonna be fucking fun. I've only played through. I blitzed the main story when it came out, just because I wanted the story, so I didn't get it spoiled. Um, it took me like four hours. 
but there's so much I haven't done in the game. Like, I've saved everything because you get to a point where it lets you split off and do either Birth by Sleep or Dream Drop Distance in order to get to KH3. Um, yeah. So I just did DDD and I just didn't do Birth by Sleep. So like, I'll save one of them for Horsey and Fox. I'll just do the bare minimum on my own. So there's a ton yeah. I've got left to do. There's so much synthesis to be able to get all these bonus tracks as well. Um, there's a bunch of, like, secret boss levels as well. So there's so much to do. I can't fucking wait. And I know as soon as George starts playing Melody Memory, he's going to be fucking into it he's not he's gonna be addicted the same way i was it's just so much fun so that's gonna be fucking good and obviously fox vader as well can't fucking wait for that oh um, it's huge fucking it's gonna be a big moment good shit you, you know for fox vader does does mario just come to you and get you to record lines for the trailers yeah and stuff yeah 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 right yeah because yeah, i hear your voice i'm like when did you ever say this stuff <laughs> i'm like no he must just be asking you it's just me and georgie no. takes from streams yeah, no, you and George take some streams. And I mean, me, he, d- he takes... In the actual um, episodes, or like mm-hmm. f- short films of them, whatever you call them, that's him. He's just taking my voices from other things. But when it comes to all the trailers, he, he comes to me and asks me to record lines and stuff. So, right, um, yeah. yeah. I don't just have like, you know, say the most like... And say it in a way like it's a trailer. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's you know. so good. So yeah, fucking no, good. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I record I record those for him. But yeah, he's absolutely outdone himself with all these trailers. Like, the amount of editing that's gone into it, like getting Ben to do all these recordings on green screens and shit. Yeah, wild. It's insane. Wild. Just for this fucking meme that just came about because George said, fucking, I'm a fat gamer and also a fat conductor. And that, like, just spawned <laughs> this stupid meme. But that's why I love this community and that's why it's Horsey and Fox is such a stupidly, like, crazy thing that everyone loves. Yeah. Um, yeah. there's so much to it so yeah that's gonna be fun february 20th horsey and fox yeah. if you've never tuned into a horsey and fox stream fucking tune in it's a, it's a blast yeah. it doesn't matter what game we're playing if you look at it and you're like this is dumb anime melody mem- uh, rhythm game it doesn't fucking matter it's not even about that it's about the fun that we have on the way are, um, are you gonna play yeah. it on the on critical uh yeah well proud but yeah hardest proud, yeah. hardest mode um yeah. we're gonna make it as hard as we possibly can for ourselves um and I, just, I, I, you know. Horsey and Fox is so and because it's so few and far between and it's just when Kingdom Hearts comes out mm. it's it's such a special thing yeah it's such a special thing it is it is and we've got we've got some more plans this year so it's probably going to be a bit a bit more frequent uh, we've got we want to do Final Fantasy 7 remake on hard mode uh, do I like, like all of the bonus bosses and stuff because I absolutely love the game and when George played he absolutely loved the game um, and there's a lot that he didn't do so because it was his road to PS5 so he was like trying to get through the game um, to complete yeah. the road to PS5 but yeah this is a lot to do and we'll play it on hard mode uh, but we also really want to go through and do all the Kingdom Hearts games again um, because also mm. I privated pretty much every video on Horsey and Fox um, so everything pre-2019 is now no longer on the channel um, why? For, what do you oh, mean why? yeah, no, yeah <laughs> obvious reasons that. if you know you know yeah, if you don't it doesn't why matter why, why did um, I even ask that? yeah I do know you're right I do know but yeah, it was uh, bad. I realized because someone linked, someone was like, James, go and watch um, your Sonic Generation Horsey and Fox uh, stream. And um, I got about five minutes in, and we said probably about 17 obscene things. Um, oh and I had to just, I was like, that's it. They're all gone. I can't do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's Horsey and Fox yeah. has kind of had a, a bit of a clean slate. I wiped it. But uh, yeah, that means we've got to build it back up again. So we've got to do all the Kingdom Hearts games to, again. Yeah, I love that yeah i mm-hmm. love that that's yeah. awesome we'll be able to go through yeah. on critical again do these like mm. fucking stupidly long 15 hour streams and all the data bars oh it's gonna be so much fun i can't wait and yeah. george is also pretty ready to get back into it too so uh, yeah. it should be good fun that's brilliant well, sp- well speaking of george and you and myself and also our, f- our other brother ethan 
Mm-hmm. We launched the Four Pillars fucking network, man. We haven't even talked about that. Yeah, we did do that, yeah. Well, we're on it um, now. We're on it right now. You're, you, yeah. if, you, I mean, you might not be. You might be listening on podcast services everywhere. You might be. That's but, true, yeah. But we launched the Four Pillars Network, the YouTube channel. Um, do you want to talk a bit about, um, you know, what, what what are your feelings now, a week later? How how do you feel it all went and mm-hmm. the work we put in into it on the lead up and, and how it's all paid off and the work we've still got to do? You know, mm. we're not done yet. Yeah, for sure. I think it's um, it's been really cool. I love the community reaction to it. I think people are really into it um and obviously there's things that are still coming like we just recently launched as well the four pillars clips channel which if you're not already subscribed to it go and subscribe i'm sure that'll be linked in the description as well um if you're listening on youtube if you're not just search four pillars clips uh, but you know a channel for being able to put all of our clips from all of our streams or any of our like podcasts if there's any sort of moments we want to clip um or whatever it might be um there's a place for that so like i know people don't have a lot of time to sit and fucking listen to you know or go through like hours and hours of streams i know how much there is just in terms of lasers content imagine doing that for the all of the pillars like there's just so much so it's nice to have a place for you know segment segments and clips and highlights that people can just tune into to stay up to date on the community and still feel involved Um, so that's exciting and i like that that we've launched that but um you know four pillars now it's been good the response has been sick the the spoiler cast is done really well and i'm sure it'll continue to do so and streamcast did really well as well you know past 2000 views um the other day so that's that was really, really cool that's really um good. yeah really really good the, the view to subscriber ratio is really nice um and hopefully we can keep it keep it going and uh when the past cast launches uh that'll be good as well so what's the date for the past cast uh, february 18th is it i 18th, think yeah, okay. yeah 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 it is yeah it's Thursday. so not this not this week next week mm-hmm. next Wednesday, yep, next, Thursday. Uh, next yeah yeah the 18th so um, yeah that's thursday yeah, yeah. Uh, well i mean i like to point out the fact this is now the fourth video on the four pillars network and i'm the only person that's been on all four of them. <laughs> so um, that's true I'm the only person yeah, really um fun. you know so i've recorded a lot of podcasts man in the last couple of weeks it's been a lot yeah um it's been a lot wow. in fact i think today there's i was on a, <coughs> one of our community members uh an, as, as always member josh develier he has his own mm-hmm. podcast i was on that um, so if you want to hear me get interviewed, um, check that out somewhere. I'm sure I've tweeted it out at this point, but yeah. Yeah, um, nice. Yeah, yeah he, do a lot of podcasts, man. He emailed me too. I'm, go- I'm going on at some point yeah, this week. Yeah, you should. You um, should, yeah. It's a bit of a chat, so that'll be fun. I've, I've not done a yeah. lot of uh, outside podcasts because I've been so busy, but I'm trying to do a bit more when people ask me. And that doesn't mean, please, everyone don't ask me at once um, <laughs> because I'm so busy. It's really difficult, uh, but... Yeah, I'm trying to do a bit more here and there because I've had people ask me in the past. I'm like, I'm just, I can't add another thing to do, but I'd like to yeah. do a bit more of it here and there. So, yeah, it should be. A yeah, good time. It, it it was very interesting to talk about, like, because I talked a lot about, um, you know, how we came to do what we're doing, mm-hmm. like, um, because I don't think about what we've done, you know, a lot, and right. he was asking me a lot of questions, like, oh yeah, I mean, you know. Um, what was it like when you first like you know m- met up with James and started doing stuff together and how did that happen and going through that history and it's like oh wow I must have felt good when you guys started to just commit to it and just you know in 2016 that was the first year where we just we had mm-hmm. the schedule every fortnight and he's like I must have felt amazing when you um, completed your first year and didn't miss an episode it was just every second week and I'm like yeah I guess I, I don't yeah. know like you know I what I mean it, like, yeah you know, I guess so yeah, I guess it did feel really good, but I think it. my thing was, like, we're always so focused on what's next, and, like, we spent 2016, mm. sure, we were doing it every second week, but we are planning, like, to launch 
as always in clubhouse in 2017 like we were spent so mm. much time talking and planning that like we didn't stop to think oh wow we did a good thing yeah you know we're always yeah, planning true. the next thing and then in 2018 it was like was it 2018 with cinema room or 2019 cinema room 2019 with cinema room no no, no 2019 wait really because 2019 was cinema room 2020 was the second year cinema room but it killed cinema room wait really 2020 was yeah, the yeah. second year of cinema room yeah yeah, we did like 30 episodes of it in 2018, in 2019. Oh, that's so weird that it doesn't feel like you know, that recent, but yeah, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I, yeah, there, there's always, yeah, there's always something. There's always something we're working on, and then it's Four Pills Network now, and I'm like, fuck, we've done a lot. Like, mm. even just him introducing me and all the different things he said I've done, and I'm like, wow, I feel like I've actually accomplished things in my yeah, life. I didn't realize things, yeah. that I've done things. Um. I still think I'm nobody, you know? Well, I am. Like, I literally... <laughs> who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Like, but... You're fucking no one. But, Get out of here. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've actually achieved things. Yeah, you know, right. I've, I've made an impact. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just... I just It's fun to do. I love podcasts. And it's yeah. it's nice now more than ever in a lot of ways, even though we're doing more than we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even just simply having the studio that I'm sitting in right now, it just makes it so much easier and mm-hmm. having you guys to work with the and the community response to the four pills podcast man it's huge yeah huge. it's great yeah it's been really fun seeing all the clips and stuff little edits uh, especially because like that slight delay on your end um and how it added to yeah. the like us talking over each other <laughs> people yeah. some people were genuinely really mad about it um and you know it can't yeah. be helped sometimes especially when you got four people on a fucking discord call like it's not as easy as you yeah. think um yeah but yeah. like my the- favorite comment was someone going oh when when they told tyler to shut up it felt so good and then i was like, and they, they're like oh my god what an amazing moment what an amazing moment they're like jerking themselves off all these people jerking themselves off to when james told me to shut up um but actually and then then they're like oh when was it i want to see that and then someone clipped the timestamp. then the response was oh my god that was amazing and i clicked on the time really stamp, and it's you're like all right and 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 no one told me to by the way this is what actually happened i clicked on the time stamp, like oh i'm gonna see this i don't remember that and yeah. then um, it was James going, okay, right, let's um, talk about, like, the side content. I know you don't care, Tyler. You can sit this one out. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> that was them thinking you told me to shut up. Like, it's so you dumb, letting, man. You saying, Tyler, you can sit this one out. I'm like, thank you so much. And they're just like, and they're like, oh, my God. James told him to shut up. Oh, my God. It felt so good. I'm like, so oh, my God. Cringe, How man. embarrassing. You, they're that upset about my opinion of the game. That's so dude, weird. So many people, dude, so many people are upset. I it's got so, so odd, much man. love, like, though. Yeah, you did. That's true. That's a good thing. I like that. But, like, there's so many people just, like, uh, so fucking cringe. I can't stand it. Like, they, I feel like so many people don't understand our dynamic as, like, the four of us together. Like, they think we're just, like, content creators or whatever, like, coming together and, like, we're being rude to each other or sometimes or whatever. And it's like, yeah. we're just fucking mates talking. Like, just fucking watch or don't we talk watch. talk like, like actual like, friends, Jesus you know? Christ. Yeah, we're just having a fucking chat. Like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I called George a fucking dickhead at one point. I was like, shut <laughs> up, you fucking dickhead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't say that unless I fucking love George. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're genuinely friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. And know each other really well. That's why I say that. I wouldn't say that if exactly. we were, like, just co-workers. Like, that's fucking unprofessional and yeah, fucked and it's, up. And it's not like we don't give our, we don't give each other shit because we're being aggressive. It's just, we're just joking. <laughs> like, they were just, yeah. like, bantering. Jesus yeah. Christ. People are like, oh, my God, yeah. why are they being so aggressive? Like, dude, I loved I it, but know. I got a lot of like I couldn't believe the amount of people that agreed with me on, especially my review. Yeah, of the game. yeah. So all the comments, like, dude, mm-hmm. 
Someone finally said it. What a pile of shit. I'm like, holy fuck. I thought most people love this game, but so many people don't. Yeah. So it's many nice people to don't. See, though. It's nice to see that, because I felt as well that so many people were on the side of this game is like the best fucking thing ever. Like really like loved it. Um, mm. So it, it's nice to see that there are people there like that obviously feel like represented now having your opinion yeah. there out in the public. So yeah, it's, it's good to see that as much as I don't fucking agree. Um, yeah, no, know. because I feel like I'm the only like content creator that is of that stance mm-hmm. yeah like i don't there's no really one else that agrees with me it. on my mm-hmm. level yeah surely yeah i haven't really seen it um, yeah like you, you you agree with points i make and mm-hmm. ethan agrees with points i make. every most people have we all have similar agreements yeah um, but i think i'm the only like content creator that's putting out reviews that's like i hate the game like yeah. i think it's really bad yeah. um you know, I mean, I said nice things, I said positive things, I just said the truth. Like, there's definitely things that are good about the game, but, you know, people ask me what, what I'd, on stream, like, what would I, the score I'd give, I'm like, I don't know, a fucking four? Like, a five, maybe? Like, it's not good. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like it at all. Sure. Um, I'm literally never going to play it again, or any of the DLCs. But mm-hmm. then you've got comments like, oh, but, like, I can't wait till, like, what if he becomes a hidden one in the DLC? I'm like, she. well. Yeah. Hey, hey. Doesn't matter though, does it? Ubisoft don't care. Why the fuck do I? You know what I mean? They don't give a shit. They hate yeah, women. Um, so I'm going to keep saying that's he. That's true. Um, because that's they what do they hate really women. Want. That is true. Um, it's actually kind of crazy how like you can see that the in the game like Abel is female. It's pretty pretty obvious Abel's female. But when you look at the yeah. marketing, it's so not obvious. Like it's actually kind of disgusting. It's really fucking weird. Um, yeah. How you can see like that the meaning behind like it's yeah it's it's crazy. Um, but yeah. yeah, let's not keep talking about Valhalla because I'm going to kill myself if we do. So No, we're, we are going to talk about Valhalla because there's ah, been some controversy with Valhalla this week, great. which is the microtransactions. We talk every, yes. every Assassin's Creed game now since Origins, yes. we, we talk about this. Let's about go. This. Okay. So explain, James, what's going on. Because like, Twitter yeah, blew up. Wow. There's shit's going on. Wow, yeah. Amir put out a tweet. Uh, and It seems like Amir's doing bits these days on Twitter. <laughs> he um, is doing bits. But he talked about the microtransactions in Valhalla. And since Origins, um, I mean, since Unity, there have been a great deal of microtransactions that are like becoming a main part of the experience but it was really origins that introduced like this store page as part of the game where like you'd load up the game on the main menu you'd have ads for the store and stuff um which is just ugh, fucking hate it but um yeah. essentially what they're doing in valhalla is which is taking it to almost a new extreme is in the game you have nine gear sets that you can find and, and acquire in the game yeah. through different means um there's also nine gear sets you can buy for around 15 pounds each um Right. which means that half of the gear sets are locked behind these microtransactions which are fucking like grossly too expensive it's actually insane that they're selling these fucking like gear sets for 15 pounds um and on top of that you've got you know obviously time savers that they sell and they really push on you as well and they rebalanced the game a, a few weeks ago so that you know leveling up was worked differently and that the the difficulty um gap between levels was more and stuff so it pushes those those time savers and microtransactions more um and you've got then this split that always happens when you bring up microtransactions which is the people that understand how it fundamentally affects the design of the game itself and people that don't and just go don't like it don't buy it um yeah and so twitter erupted into a bit of an argument um between you know mm. prominent members from the assassin's creed uh, shill community 
and um, yeah, the Shulkin. That, that's a great name brains. to call them. That and that's what we're going to call them from now on. The Assassin <laughs> Shulkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's slightly different from the regular AC community, where you've got people that you know. There are obviously there's the AC community where people are still big fans of AC, regardless of the bullshit they put out, but will critique yeah. it nonetheless. Um, and then you've got people that will just will just defend it nonetheless. Um, yeah. And so yeah. Was, no, we're yeah. talking about the, we're not talking about the Assassin's Creed community. We're talking specifically about the idiots in it, which yeah, we call yeah, yeah. The, a small off branch, the Shield community. The Assassin's Creed Shield community. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's funny to read it all. Uh, Amir was having a big argument with people. Um, it was just it was good fun to watch. Um, uh, but yeah, it's kind of mental that people will still defend this shit. But I think it comes from a place of not really understanding the impact um because i'm sure it's a take i would have had when i was fucking 14 15 um especially for a yeah, game I that mean, i absolutely love where i'm like fucking assassin's yeah. creed can't do anything wrong stop complaining just don't buy the market actually you fucking idiot not really yeah. understanding that these things do impact the game experience because if you've got you know the equal amount of gear sets that are locked behind a stupid amount of money and you, you've got all these time savers and you really want to push those you're advertising them on their menu the game has to be built around that in a sense and you can tell that these newer games are honestly a bit more so um obviously but um i think it hurts valhalla more because of the amount it, like the ratio between what's locked behind money like extra money and what you can get in the game um hmm. and it does it does overall hurt that experience and people shouldn't be when you pay you know 60 70 80 dollars sometimes for these big triple a games you shouldn't expect to have you know nine gear sets you can get and nine gear sets you have to pay extra for that in total if you wanted to buy everything it comes out to more than the price of the fucking game itself which is insane mm-hmm. um yeah, well. and so yeah i just think people need to sometimes be a bit more critical think a bit more about this why are people critiquing this? Is it because they're just epic haters? I don't think so. Like, you know, think about it a bit more. Um, and yeah. yeah, understand how it does affect the games because it, it really does. Um, and it's not just an Assassin's Creed thing. You know, the more this is normalized and the more you accept it, the more it appears in other games that you, you may, like, you know, other things like, you know, EA was doing it, uh, loot boxes became a huge thing. Um, and then they died off because people started talking about it and started saying, you can't fucking do this shit um and so they died off and games that even had them in had them edited out uh, when you look at like a shadow of war like that game was all based around loot boxes and they had to rebalance and restructure the game when they you know took the loot box system out um that you know improved the game game greatly i still think it's fucking shit but they improved it mm. greatly um and so it's worth talking about because it sometimes these big changes in the industry do happen uh, when people bring it up so uh, these sorts of like these on these like digital stores for these games are becoming more and more common um and they've become you know made mainstream by ubisoft so it's one of those things that i'm probably never going to stop talking about you know we were talking about it four years ago with the nightmare pack and shit um <laughs> yeah but yeah I, I will keep talking about it and ethan made a video and i'm gonna i'll bring it up in my uh Valhalla video whenever that happens but um yeah yeah it's it's just fucked to be honest yeah, I mean, I. It, it's just an ongoing discussion we keep having. We know what the issue is. We know it's wrong, uh, and the only people defending it are, honestly, n- not they're not forward thinkers. You know what I mean? Like they're not mm-hmm. people that are thinking clearly, and and they love the game, and they love, um, you know, defending it, and they don't mm-hmm. like when someone talks bad about or ruins their thing they love. Um, so they'll just shill for it. They'll they'll just defend it. And, um, yeah, they really don't understand the negative impact they're having, not just on 
um, themselves in their wallets, but um, the games industry overall, it's it's a huge negative, huge, yeah. huge, huge negative. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that these people like like the 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 fact that Twitter is now such a place where people that don't critically think about games can give critical opinions on games and everyone can be a critic without needing to have any understanding of how that sort of works like these people that don't and never have critically thought about a piece of media in their lives can give their input and opinion and it validates these companies because they now the now the fucking sheep that follow these corporations have a large voice on social media um whereas yeah. before you, it would just be these professional critics where you know some of them most of them are a bunch of cunts but at least <laughs> there would be that professional opinion the opinion that would be seen by these companies in the majority would be these big you know pr- like critics um of these things but now everyone can have an opinion and everyone can you know say what they want and so there's the people that are genuinely looking at this like well how does this affect the game negatively or positively and what does that mean those people are overshadowed by people going no game's sick just don't like it don't buy it uh and that's what is now the in the majority because they're so fucking loud um so yeah it's yeah it's it's an interesting one and i know if i made a video on it you know tomorrow or whatever i'd probably get more dislikes than likes um because it's just the people i don't think that's true i don't, I don't know i don't know i i it's maybe not more but a, a great amount like the the balance will be completely out of whack dude i literally called valhalla a bad game and i've got way more likes than dislikes <laughs> so yeah all right i guess yeah all right maybe so I'm i wrong. think you'll be fine yeah, maybe I'm i think wrong, you'll be fine but uh i feel like most people agree yeah. with you yeah and us sure. you know sure um but i'm also not gonna make a video on it so uh, you know, no, not at least not a dedicated. You're better. Video. Than that. You're better um, than that. Yeah. No, but I will. I will bring it up in my Valhalla video. So yeah, and we're talking about it here, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah I don't need to. It's already been said. Um, yeah, I mean, you could like literally. This would be the honey dick. Yeah, so it could be. Yeah, That's so I think point. you have. You, there you, you know go. What? You've made a video on it's it. It's done. Yeah, you've yeah, done it. There you go. You've, I've made a video on it. We've just done it. Yeah, we've just done it for you. You're welcome, and we've just done it. Yeah, I'll call it something like Assassin's Creed Valhalla microtransactions need to stop um that's exactly what you should yeah, call it and then um if you're enjoying watching what you're watching right now ladies and gentlemen uh, over on james channel um mm-hmm. click the link in the description um yep. to watch this full podcast and, yeah. and then you'll hear us talk about more stuff more stuff um, yeah. so over on the four pillars network subscribe like you know set notifications on yeah it's a place to be it's a place to be yeah four pillars network it's, mm-hmm. it's incredible and the response to the community has been buzzing like it was a huge win man like there's so many times like people come together or make plans or do collaborations or there's big announcements and they announce and, and audience is like no what the fuck how's this what the pl-? like no yeah you know what i mean like this things cannot go well mm-hmm. but this was a huge win like everyone was like this is exactly what you should be doing this is exactly what Mm-hmm. like makes total sense and yeah yeah everyone's so excited the community is just buzzing and it feels like the community has a central place now yeah yeah it's good and it feels yeah it's been a long time coming it's good to see everyone's just really excited like you know for the amount of content but also like four pillars podcast specifically that now it, there's a regular piece like a regular there's regular content coming out with all four of us together doing something um yeah and i think that's really exciting it's gonna be good I've, i'm excited to just like keep doing it and get those episodes out and we're gonna have you know tons of fun with you know been out have all four of us on a fucking show consistently it's gonna yeah. be really good yeah i'm looking forward to it but but then it's good like because i the as always podcast is always home base you know mm-hmm. for me 
Um, yeah. Because you, you and I have been doing this stuff for the coming seven years this year. Oh, my um, God. What? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. I know. Wow. I know. Um, that was the wildest part. Like, talk, you know, Josh asking me about this stuff. And I'm mm. like, um, yeah, right. I've realized I've done it this long. I've, I'm like a veteran podcaster. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've been doing wow. this a long time. I've done hundreds upon hundreds of podcasts. Yeah. And like two of my podcast shows have over a hundred episodes individually. Mm. You That's know? mental. And it's cool because when you look at the time that we've been doing it for, there's so many like um, guys now that are like adults that would have grown up through their teenage years with our fucking podcasts. Um, yeah that would have been like 14 you know when they started watching now they're like 2021 20, um yeah and yeah that's really cool like i saw p i got a few comments every so often i get a few comments where it would be people going back to like old empire speculation videos and they'll be commenting like wow these were i remember coming home from school watching a new empire speculation video and it's like it was total shit content but like people fucking loved yeah. it and it's part of their like childhood um yeah which is kind of insane and this podcast is yeah. nice that. i like that we've sort of grown up with our audience and like we've moved as well so like as people are getting you know older and and stuff they can still engage and listen to what we have to say and i, I think that's i think that's fun I, I like it um and hopefully we continue to do that um and branch out and expand and yeah it'll be good shit so yeah and you're right nice. and that's what's kept the show fresh though is that the as always podcast we've moved with the times we've moved with who we are as people and we've been on the same page with that mm, and we yeah. can be ourselves and still come together and talk about this stuff and talk about relevant topics but in in a way that we've changed our lives are so both our lives are completely different to mm. what they were when we started doing this yeah like Man. the first i was like hadn't even gone to university yet when we did the first episode like episode zero wow you know man episode zero you know, in 2014 it was like a lifetime ago man. i was i was 18 about to turn 19 mm. and you know th then like i moved to melbourne and went and studied for years and then you know i've i've, I've been back in brisbane and living you know Mm -hmm. my life and working for three over three years now i've been back yeah. since i left melbourne and you know m my life's completely different and your life's completely different you've you have your own house and dog yeah. and you know Jesus. elva's living with you like everything's you know it's insane we've done i've come to the uk we've done the four pillars meetup we've done yeah. all these incredible things and so and weird. now we've we've built this um empire empire together Media no, empire, not that. Uh, no, yes, media empire. That's right. Yeah, yeah, not what I thought you were going for. No. Um, um, yeah, yeah, but we've, we've really, we've really built this this brand, mm -hmm. um, and there's so many layers to it now. There's so many layers to it. And there's so many people involved. Like the four pillars, one thing. But I love that we have the conversations guys um, on the network. Mm -hmm having their own show like i genuinely those guys make incredible podcasts they like, really do I'm, they're natural i don't know if you listen they're uh, when they got like the fact they weren't doing podcasts was fucking mental to me and i genuinely mm -hmm. meant it when i talked to them on their year one like you know conversations day like over a year ago and mm -hmm. i'm like why aren't you guys doing a podcast you guys are insanely funny and the chemistry you guys have is tremendous mm -hmm. and the fact they don't have a huge audience bothers me uh, and that's yeah, why, like, I love me. that really I should. love that they have a platform with us, yeah. and that we can just give them like free audience. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. it's not that like we're handing it to them. It's like we believe that you should have these people listening, and we and we're telling our audience, guys, you should be listening to these guys. They're fucking entertaining, and mm. the concept of Streamcast is a great show. Like, I'm proud of the network that's launched because we didn't just launch Four Pillars podcast, which I know is good. The As Always podcast. 
is an established show with 140 episodes and a seven-year history. This is a great show, and it's got a very large audience. So I've, I, you know, I this being on the channel, I know is a staple. Four Pillars podcast, I knew was going to be a huge success. We've done so many podcasts together already; it's fine. Mm-hmm. But the conversations guys come on doing streamcasts, I was like pumped for because it's a great concept for a show it's the perfect time to do a show like this mm-hmm. and those guys are amazing and and getting to be um the first guest on there and sit with them and listen to them chat is great i listen to the true gamer podcast mm-hmm. it's fucking hilarious like i love yeah, listening to eddie and Sheps back and forth they're a yeah. great duo mm-hmm. um yeah do they have too many podcasts of course they do <laughs> so many um, fucking podcasts but that like I do listen to obviously I'll listen to Streamcast every week because it's on my own bloody network and I, they're talking about relevant shit I love, mm-hmm. um, but I, I'd listen to the True Game podcast when I can. I don't listen to anyone's podcast. I don't listen to fucking podcasts um, yeah. anymore. I've I do too many of my own, but I yeah. listen to you know bits of True Gamer and I always like love it because they're just fucking hilarious guys and they're mm-hmm. and they're my mates and I love like having a laugh you know because I know them so mm-hmm. it's um. I'm glad that the first episode of Streamcast is a huge success because they deserve it and they deserve that yeah. show to blow up specifically as well. Yeah, for um, sure. And it's it's cool because, like, I mean, I've known Eddie for fucking ages now, like, longer than I've known you. So Yeah, it's, true, it's, true. It's, it's crazy that they're still around and still doing stuff, but he's always been so professional with everything. Like, he's always been like, oh, well, I'll do what I can and then wait until I have an audience before I do Like, he just goes all in. He's like, no, I've got the best camera, the best setup, the best lighting, the best fucking editing, everything. He's like, he just goes all in with it. I'm like, I don't understand how you do this um, yeah. and how he hasn't managed to gain an audience quicker. Like, I don't, I really don't understand. Like, Eddie and Sheps yeah. are so good at this. They've got such good chemistry and Eddie is just great at producing content. Like, genuinely, they deserve they deserve a far bigger audience than they've already got. So hopefully, yeah. you know, the Four Pillars Network can can do that and they can gain way more traction and just keep the ball rolling because they've already got it. They've already got the content there. They just need the people. Um, so, they just need eyeballs. That's all they yeah. need. They have everything yeah. it takes. Like if you get eyeballs on them, they're gonna, those eyeballs are going to stick around. Yeah. I, and I, I know that for Definitely. a fact. I, like when I met the two of them, at, like, I didn't. I'd never talked to Eddie or Sheps until the meetup, and I met them in person. It was the first time I'd ever talked to them. I'd never even interacted with them on Twitter or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I met them in person, and I, I like, I spent most of that meetup talking to those two. Mm-hmm. Like when we all left the meetup, and all the people went to like Macca's and shit or McDonald's. Sorry, um, you know, for international <laughs> audience. Um, but um, everyone went to McDonald's. I just I was talking to Eddie and Sheps like because they're older guys and I was I'm an older like you know in comparison to the audience that was there and the people that were there, um, and you know I was just like these guys like really easy to talk to, um, and then we got them on the podcast afterwards. I was like and I just love busting their balls because they're fucking mm-hmm. great sports too, like yeah. they're just so much fun uh, <laughs> to mm-hmm. to have a chat to and have a laugh with. So yeah no I I, I have so much belief in them I really do. And when it comes to Walshy and, and um, Joe, or Jack and Joe, um, mm-hmm. Walshy and Founder Scarab, like those two, I see they, they don't have what Eddie has in the sense of producing the content yet, like in the production side of things. They're so new to it. They're young. Mm-hmm. Um, They're like us back in the so, day, really. That, and that's what I love about them. Yeah. Like, uh, that, there's a different reason I'm really excited about Jack and Joe on the network compared mm-hmm. to Eddie and Sheps have it now. I just want to give them eyeballs because they are going to be huge just as they are. Mm-hmm. What I like about Jack and Joe is I feel like I'm investing in them because 
they remind me of us when we started. Yeah, yeah. It's and very I feel like we we can get them ahead, like up to where we are now, way quicker. They don't need seven years to get to where you and I are. Mm-hmm. They can get their way quicker, and I want to see them get there quicker. So I feel like what we're doing with Jack and Joe is I know how good they are going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not there yet, but I know how good they're going to be. They have yeah. all the potential in the world. They're both incredible personalities. <laughs> They've got good chemistry together. They mm-hmm. work hard. They've got the ideas. They've got the passion. They just uh, have some learning curves to deal with that I think we can help them with, um, working with us and then and then giving them their own audience for that specific thing because while she has mm-hmm. his own audience but it's different when it's a podcast it's different when it's not about what you're talking about but it's about you because yeah, my yeah, audience exactly. doesn't watch my videos anymore for assassin's creed content they watch it because i'm saying something about assassin's creed mm-hmm. they watch your videos james because you're saying something about assassin's creed or you're saying something about you know um the witcher 3 like it's about mm-hmm. us it's about the personalities we're not just doing yeah, yeah. news content anymore we changed it um so Mm-hmm. And while she will get there too with his own audience, and and Joe, I think has started off that way in a sense too. So mm-hmm. the two of them, I, I I think they don't need to wait seven years to be where we are. They can get there way sooner. Mm-hmm. And I and I want to invest in that. So yeah, for sure. And there's there's other content creators out there. Like the Four Pillars Network isn't going to be those four shows and those four shows only. Yeah, you know, it's plenty it's of people gr- we know. It's, it's small and yeah. small and large. You know. Um, yeah. the, the that we know and that I think it'd be cool to collaborate with. Uh, like, I mean, for one, like, I'm not saying we're going to do this or that he even wants to, but I love working with Brett. Um, I was literally about to say Brett. I would love to for Brett to have his own show. Especially because he's the, he's the, everyone knows him, he's the fifth pillar. That's what everyone calls him. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I love doing stuff with Brett. And like when we did that Assassin's Creed, um, who wants to be a millionaire thing the other day that he got me to do, it was so yeah. fucking funny. And then afterwards we just talked for like an hour and a half. Um, yeah. And it was just, yeah, I, 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 love, I fucking love Brett. So it'd be good to get him on board with something one day. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, re- I really, w- yeah, I think he'd, he'd make a great, whether it's a podcast or his own little show or something like he, he used to do the, the Dead Set cast. He did you know, and if he had, cast. And if he had some sort of other show idea or other sort of project, because the Four Pillars Network doesn't just have to be podcasts. Either. No, it could be anything. It started off that way because it's a great way to start and we all do them. Um, mm-hmm. But it could be a short form show for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and it, you know, there's going to be stuff that I'd like to see um, Ethan have his own podcast, and I've he and I have talked for you know the last twelve months about what he could do, mm-hmm. and I've had an idea for his show, for a show that he could like. I I come up with podcast ideas all the time, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that'll be cool, that'll be cool, that'll be cool. And there was one I had that I'm like, this would work really well for Ethan, mm-hmm. and I've talked to him about a while ago, and I'd love to see him do it one day. George would be great doing his own show. Um, and you know whether it's Brett or you know that we've got a lot of a lot of great content creator friends. Imagine George and Brett hosting a podcast. That should be kind of kind of amazing. I the feel like they d- should do together. It. You mean? Yeah. I would love yeah. to see that. I think it could work. E- Ethan needs to be alone. Not, <laughs> not even, like, <laughs> so cut that. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Needs to James, be alone. it's not that funny. It's not that <laughs> yeah, funny. You know what I mean. You said you it with I mean. such conviction. <laughs> Ethan needs oh, to be fuck. alone. <laughs> Ethan needs to be. Ethan should die alone. Um, <laughs> Ethan needs to be just alone. Oh. No, what I mean is like yeah. Ethan's the sort of personality he is on a podcast. Like if he was going to do his own podcast, I don't. Mm. Th- he can't have like a co-host that's like on the same. It can't be like you and me where we're both the hosts. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there needs to be someone with him, but it's almost like a feeder person that's not yeah. going to talk 
over him or talk as much as him. Just sort of lets him go because Ethan just can fucking talk. He's a fucking amazing talker. That's and true. he can just go on and on and on, on about a topic. You ask him one question, he'll talk for 30 minutes on it. Mm-hmm. Like, and he'll go yeah, down these roads. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'd love for him to have his own show and hearing that. Like, there's, yeah, there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot there. Yeah. And potential over the years. But I think we've got our established shows going forward for at least the for at least the next little while and we just want to establish the channel the four pillars network four pillars clips channel and then we'll start like down the road you know adding things in that are our ideas or potentially other content creators pitching stuff to us so there's a lot there's a lot um that can happen mm-hmm. for sure with that with this channel yeah definitely, definitely. um so it's yeah it's super exciting super exciting um it is. in in other news james because there's there's been some news Mm-hmm. the last you know little while uh mass effect the mass effect mm. trilogy uh the legendary edition as it's called uh as he's gotten a lot of news there's been a trailer a lot of um um side by side comparisons of mass effect remastered and, mm. and such how are you feeling about this mass effect legendary edition and, and what's going on there uh yeah it looks really cool especially the mass effect one remaster where they've really really re- reworked it visually and um the, the, the you know plenty of gameplay has been reworked too um which is really nice um so yeah if, if as long as my only issue here is it can look nice sure in screenshots and trailers and i'm sure that's true but have they accidentally also broken the game in the process like a lot of remasters sometimes tend to do yeah. hopefully not hopefully not um and if that's the case then it looks like it's shaping up to be something really really nice um and i'm so excited to jump back into mass effect after when was when I'm fucking i played it over the course of 2016 so it'll be yeah. five years ago five years ago what the fuck um yeah man yeah five years ago i played mass effect for the first time all three of them and i fucking loved it and then yeah i i'm i'm looking forward to jump back in with the with the remaster and everything and actually yeah. getting invested a lot more in mass effect one because the gameplay for mass effect one and the structure of it it's a very old game um yeah. and it didn't the game itself didn't make me want to go out of my way to do side quests or no, not or all. character not stuff it, it never made me feel like i wanted to do that it felt difficult like it honestly felt like it tried to make me not do that um, because it was more difficult to do because like you've got to remember your way through a map and like the way it tracks quests is completely different and stuff so um if that's all been updated to match more of a mass effect 2 and 3 then i will engage with it properly like there's a lot of good stuff in there i'm sure so it'll be nice to go into mass effect 1 and play through it the way that i played through like a mass effect 2 where i spent so many hours in it um so yeah that all looks really good uh, and hopefully it comes out and it's it, it works and it's superior to the original games and that's really what yeah. you can hope for all you can hope for with a remaster so excited yeah i mean i i, I played the mass effect trilogy as it came out mm-hmm. um right before two came out i played one and then two came out and i was like holy shit this is like amazing and then i was so like the whole build up to three i was so on board so mm-hmm. and I, I i was someone that loved three and even the ending i mean i didn't think it was as good as two but i still thought three was a great game mm. yeah. and, and it yeah, ended really well three. so um, and that was at the time during the whole controversy for it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I love that trilogy. So, to, so to go back, I haven't, I probably haven't played it since maybe 2014 was the last time I would have played a Mass Effect game. Mm-hmm. So I, it's been a long time. So I'm looking forward to actually jumping back into the trilogy and, and playing it again. Cause it's been, it has been a really long time mm-hmm. to, to play it and make some different choices that I didn't make. Cause I tended to make the same sort of choices when I replayed those games back in the day. Mm-hmm. 
to play it in a whole new way as a, you know, I'm a, I'm a different person. So I, I'm sure I'll just naturally make different decisions as well. I just want to go into it and not have preconceived ideas of like, this is what I want to happen because I always did that. I always let this character live or help this person or didn't help this person. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go into it and be like, only go with what I'm feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. Just what do I think now? And, yeah. and, and see how it plays out. Maybe I'll stream it as well. Yeah. Except, of course, when you play Mass Effect 2 and you want to max out your relationship with every character so they don't die. Um, yes, of course. No, well, obviously. I, I, yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, or at least yeah. Garrus, <laughs> unlike me I on remember, my first go it, through of it. Yeah, yeah dude. I, I, mean, I remember Ethan and I forcing you to go yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and replay the ending of 2. You're like, no, it's fine. I'm like, no, Garrus is dead. You literally have failed the trilogy. You don't deserve to play 3 yeah. now. Um, mm-hmm. yeah and i'm glad so, i did go back because there's that moment there's there's those scenes you get uh you can go you see with him like you're with him on the in the citadel um and it's such a great fucking character moment between shepherd and garris and i wouldn't have got that um if i hadn't gone back you also wouldn't it, have so. had garris in the whole game yeah, so, I know. yeah how wild is that it's kind of crazy how those things can happen though that's something that i love about mass effect is like there's characters that can die in mass effect one that if they didn't die would have would be in mass effect two and three um and it's like that's insane that this is a game with that amount of choice and stuff and like they're just fantastic rpgs um so it's great as well this remaster coming out for people that have never played mass effect that can play mass effect now um like george has never played mass effect and i know he fucking loved those games so it'll be fun for him to go through and maybe he could stream them um and you know have his first first playthrough of them and stuff but yeah, yeah. um yeah it's exciting everyone's gonna be talking about mass effect and that's good and it'll be in a positive way hopefully not you know what we got with andromeda um yeah i know that was so, yeah. disaster yeah disaster yeah and hopefully this can be you know a new start for it because everyone will be talking about the original trilogy and then we can eventually hear more about this new mass effect game um that looks to be a direct sort of continuation of the shepherd trilogy so yeah um, yeah well we have not talked about that have we uh only a little bit like briefly yeah. Uh, do you think year, Mass? Whatever. Do you think it'll be Mass Effect Four and continue on? I mean, it's got Liara in it. Mm. I think it will continue on in a sense. Um, yeah. But I don't know. What, I don't know if it'll be a Mass Effect Four. Um, knowing you know games these days, they might just call it yeah. Mass Effect um, or something. Yeah, but 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 will it be like the way God of War is? Is it's like a soft reboot, but also it's mm-hmm. a f- continuation. Potentially, I think that. Well, yeah, well, here's the, my question: Early bets probably player we know nothing we know Mm. nothing about this game we don't so this is just early meaningless bets as early as possible get your bets in james do we play as commander shepherd in that next next mass effect game Mm. i'm gonna say yes Mm. i want to go ahead maybe Mm. that's not an answer i don't know it's a weird one because it's obviously a yes or a no but i've I feel like you can't have a game with Commander Shepard because I feel like the game will focus on and probably, you know, canonize what happened to Shepard after Mass Effect 3. Um, but, like, to what extent are we going to... Because, because hmm, I mean, the trailer to me looked like it could be Liara searching for Shepard almost or, like, what happened to Shepard. Um, and is that the focus of the game or is that just the focus of the trailer? Um, to lead into the game where we actually are playing as Commander Shepard and he comes back or whatever. Um, yeah. Potentially, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm. It's interesting, though, and I like that it definitely looks like something that's following Mass Effect 3 rather than being this entirely separate thing and, you know, will be set 
probably hopefully in the milky way where we'll actually have you know races and planets that we recognize with political systems mm. we know and all of that stuff so um yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very interested though to find out more and see exactly whether that trailer was like a like a part like representing what is the story going to be about or whether it's a sort of a lead into the game almost like a, this is what happens before the game um as sort of like a i guess you know little teaser um but yeah i, I, I don't know whether we'll play as commander shepherd i i can't i want to say yes but i don't know i feel like it's like it'd be too good to be true almost um yeah i'm gonna to say yes right now this early i'm gonna say yes okay why, why do you think yes i i mean there was hints at the end of mass effect 3 that he could not be dead mm-hmm. so it's not far-fetched to think that he's not dead no matter what ending was chosen, it's been by the time the game comes out, it'll be over ten years since Mass Effect Three came out. Wow! So there's plenty of time that you can be like, "Look, I know you guys care about choice in that trilogy, but fucking ten years ago, we're just selling new shit. Just fucking accept it." And everyone'll be like, "I guess so." Yeah. And yeah. just sort of a fresh start, soft reboot, continuation. Mm. But it's like they'll canonize a few choices. This is what happened. And we're going from here, and then that they'll, you know, with you know the sequels to that, those choices will connect, mm-hmm. so on and so on and so on. So that's what I think. I, I just think it's the way to go. I think they they fucked up so bad with Andromeda that it's like, look, let's just play it so safe mm-hmm. with like the basis of the story, which is what we know, mm-hmm. and then and then go from there. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they set up, you know, a new a new story moving forward if they do do that, because obviously like. What I love about Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 is that you slowly build to what we see in Mass Effect 3, and it's fucking brilliant how they do it, because the threat seems so far away in Mass Effect 1. Like, you've got this imminent threat that you're dealing with, but, like, there's always this underlying, you know, the the, the Reapers are coming and everything, and it slowly builds and builds and builds to the, what we see in Mass Effect 3, which is just fucking mental um yeah and i love that about it the way it just gradually becomes this you know this you know galaxy fucking you know destroying potential threat type thing and i I love that about it i think it's phenomenal so it'll be interesting to see if they how they handle another threat whether they go to that level or what they decide to do with it um uh, moving forward here and i I, it'd be interesting to know like will like will anything that happened in an happened in Indro- in andromeda factor into this or will they completely forget about it um i assume they'll probably forget about it uh, especially because yeah. like andromeda set in the really distant future right because they're all in cryostasis or whatever um yeah for like 500 so years, yeah so. yeah um forget that useless um so yeah uh it's interesting and i'm very interested to see yeah where they take it um yeah should yeah be fun. for sure should be fun um Something else we love to talk about on the As Always podcast is uh, mm-hmm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously we, we're not going to do spoilers or anything. That's for this um, network's um, show, Streamcast, to do mm-hmm. spoilers and talk everything, you know, the specifics. But we can talk general stuff with the MCU and theorize some things. Um, mm-hmm. Because right now, One Division Episode 5 released uh, this past Friday. Mm-hmm. And it we're did. well into the season now, now in the second half of, of, of this series. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you liking it now um, that a lot more has happened since we last talked oh my uh, God, in this yeah. show? And, you know, what what are your thoughts on WandaVision right now? 
I fucking love it so much. It's such a good show. And I, also, I love that it's week to week as well. It's a show, obviously, like any show that's good, you can easily binge. But I love that it's week to week. I've missed this so much um, from shows. I like going on Discord and going into the WandaVision spoiler chat, you know, every time I've watched a new episode. And everyone's just fucking buzzing, talking about it, theorizing. It's so much fun. It feels so, you know, fucking old school TV show type thing. Um, and I like that about it. Um, and that's really great. And I just think that, yeah, Marvel are doing so well um, with what they're doing now. And I can't wait to see how they, how this this sort of idea of you know producing these shows and this content uh feeds into other stuff they're doing um because what i love about this is i don't really know like how much do the shows impact the movies like yeah they use characters and stuff but is it separate or what like how much mm. they're going to connect but like this feels so important to mcu stuff and like it fills in so much and there's so many characters um that they're using and stuff and like it's it's huge like this is a main mcu uh title it's not you know it's not a side thing that you know isn't part of it really but kind of is um this is a huge yeah. part of the mcu and i love that about it it feels like the mcu is properly back and yeah it's just a fucking blast um it, sh it just shows that post end game there's so many possibilities now um oh dude yeah, it's it's been it's been so much fucking fun yeah it's it's i mean i said on the streamcast like i thought the first I love week to week. I absolutely love week to week, but this almost isn't the show to come out week to week, at least for the first three episodes. If they released the first three at once, I would have been fine with it because three is where it really sort of kicks off. The first two is a bit like, oh, okay, righto. I'm not sure about this. Sure. Um, but I guess so. But um, yeah. I mean, I but, like that uh, there's all these, like, like the thing about it for me was that there's so many little hidden things in it that there's enough for me to digest and talk about. So, like, it was... I feel like episode one and two, they, they those were the two episodes that were really all focused on, you know, but just being in this sitcom and just throwing in little hints here and there. And episode three is where it, like, widened it a bit more. Um, but I liked that. I liked the, the subtlety of those ones where, like, yeah, it was a bit slower. Um, but I really enjoyed that. And everyone just being like, what the fuck is going on? It was good fun to chat, to chat about with everybody. Um... Yeah. and there's a lot more happening now and it's just like ramping up continuously and like oh my god it's so fucking fun like just seeing characters that you know talking to each other and interacting and um you know, having these conversations talking about the wider mcu it just reminds me how much i fucking love the mcu how it feels yeah. like everything exists you know even if you're not seeing it and i like that i just think it's so engaging and um, proposes all these different questions to you and stuff and yeah it's just it's a fucking blast it really is yeah dude it's it's honestly it's been just great to be back and mm -hmm. i wasn't sure about this being the first show back but it's really just doing its own thing it's really thoroughly enjoyable um mm -hmm. I'm, i've absolutely been loving wandavision um and it's just pumping me up for what they can do with disney plus shows right because this is this it's, it's also just a big difference of what they've ever done before um mm -hmm. in that in that way alone so um, if you think about that, like, how are you feeling now how WandaVision is going to change the dynamic of the MCU? Yeah, I mean, without spoiling anything, that last episode really throws it, throws in the idea of um, anything is sort of fucking possible now. They, like, Marvel aren't holding anything back. They're like, look, we can sort of just do this, and yeah. we're going to do this. 
And so it really leads into the question of, well, like, what crazy shit are they going to do moving forward? Like, how crazy are they going to go with this? And, you know, where does that leave us for Doctor Strange and Spider-Man 3 um, yeah. and, and all of that stuff? And I'm just so fucking ready for this. And I think it shows that they're not holding back. They're not playing it safe either. And that's what I love. I was afraid that they just fall back into, right, we've got to play it safe because we've made fucking a billion dollars on Endgame and Spider-Man. Yeah. So we've got to play it safe and keep our audience. But they're just not. Yeah. Um, and I love that about it. So it means when we get to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, you know, they don't need to worry about like, oh, will our audience understand that Sam is the new Captain America? Will they understand that there's two of them? Like, you know, I guess I'm so conditioned to feel that way, but like being a fan of Assassin's Creed, where like you yeah. just expect them to treat you like an idiot. But it makes me more hyped to see where they go with Sam and Bucky, and that they're. Re- I think I think they really are going to go down the route of turning Sam into Captain America, um, in a really meaningful and actual way, rather than it being like all metaphorical and being like, oh, he yeah, he's the new Captain America, but he's still going to be Falcon. Like, I feel like they're yeah, actually going to do something with it, take it somewhere real, and it's going to be actually engaging. Um, to do yeah, these, that's like, why I things. Yeah, yeah, and 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 doing well keeping a secret because and what like what you're saying is true. Like they're really going hard with these shows because they didn't show much of Wonder Vision. They haven't shown that much Falcon Winter Soldier. It just feels like mm. oh yeah, that's what you expect it to look like as a show. But what is it going to do and what's it going to achieve as a series? Like, is there a really big point to the show? And mm. you hope it's that they set up Sam as properly Captain America, um, but you don't know that. But then you watch mm. Wonder Vision and really all we saw was a few s- snippets of the sitcom stuff mm-hmm. where there's so much more to one division that so we only much, saw yeah. once the show came out and it's really pushing boundaries and doing things I did not expect it to do. It mm-hmm. really is doing things I did not expect it to do. And I'm loving it. I love this dynamic. And, and I hope that means these shows are really meaningful, especially for those characters. Like Wanda is, is an Avenger. She's a major figure. So is vision mm-hmm. and so is Falcon. And so is the Winter soldier. So, um, for characters that are pre-established like this to do big things with them is important. Um, and mm-hmm. make these Disney Plus shows feel important. And they're doing that. And the week-to-week thing is brilliant. They're making those the shows to talk about. Like, what was the biggest show in the world three years ago? It was Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And for years it was because it was week-to-week-to-week. To week to week. It's the show to watch. Mm-hmm. Everything else is binge-worthy. Everything else is on streaming services, you know? Mm-hmm. Once shows like Breaking Bad and, and stuff ended, they all sort of ended around the same era. There was a whole lot of shows that were the week-to-week week standard. Game mm-hmm. of Thrones survived all those and kept going, and that was everyone's week to week. It was like a and you go to work and you're talking about Game of Thrones. Oh, did you watch Game of Thrones last yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole week you're talking about Game of Thrones and what's happening next week. I spent every day at work talking about Game of Thrones during the ten weeks you know a season would be on. Mm. It's it was a cultural phenomenon, and mm-hmm. Marvel like yeah we're gonna do that with our shows, and yeah. you're gonna talk about us when it comes to movies, and you're gonna talk about us when it comes to shows. You're mm-hmm. always gonna be talking about us. Um, and it's super exciting. Yeah. Like the movies really are great. They're, they're filming um, Thor Love and Thunder right now mm-hmm. in just down the road from, you know, like 45 minutes from where I live. You know, yeah. they've, um, which is great to be filming here because they can just mm-hmm. get fucking filming done. They don't have to deal with COVID restrictions. They yeah. can just like get shit done. And there's, yeah, they, Marvel film a lot of stuff here as well already. But to have like, you obviously, Chris Hemsworth is Australian. Um, mm-hmm. who plays Thor and Taika Waititi's a Kiwi so mm-hmm. you know there, yeah. there's already a huge like you know they did a lot of uh, Ragnarok um, here as well so um, it makes mm-hmm. sense they're down here again uh, getting filming done and it looks have, have you seen the set photos as in like the Guardians are, uh, are oh, clearly in yeah, Love yeah, yeah I have yeah super interesting Spoilers. 
obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, it's not a surprise. I assume that's like early on. Like, are they a mm-hmm. part of the whole movie or are they just there for the start of the movie? Yeah. Because that's where we left off with Endgame. That's the question. So mm-hmm. it's not really spoilers. You know, it, it makes sense that they're there. Um, the only thing that we spoil is if it's like end of the movie, they're still there. That, that'd be a big deal if mm-hmm. the Guardians are a part of the full movie. Yeah. Which I love. Um, How cool is that? Oh, yeah. For sure. And it's cool. I like to see, like, I think WandaVision set this precedent that they're really crossing characters over more. Like, they're not staying isolated to their own films anymore. Like, they really are just going, like, this is, you can, any character can appear anywhere now. Like, you don't go into a, like, it, before it'd be like, you go into an Iron Man film and you expect Iron Man characters. You go into a Captain America film, you expect Captain America characters. And it became a bit more um, as, as everything went on. But really now it's like, you can go into something and sure, this is the focus, but anyone can show up at this point. Um, yeah. And I love that about it. And I think that it's really cool to see. Like, I think Endgame, Infinity War and Endgame really blew up the MCU. It became way Civil less of a, of a... Yeah. Like, it was just... It was this gradual thing where it went from being this niche thing or... Not not niche, but you know what I mean. Like, superhero films yeah. to being, like... Now everybody watches superhero films. Like, it's... It, you know, Endgame was the biggest the biggest film of all time. And yeah. people... It's literally the entire world watches these films now and stays yeah. up to date with everything. And WandaVision isn't afraid to be the face of the MCU for two months. Like, they're not yeah. saying this is a side show that, you know, hardcore fans can watch. It's like, no, this is the face of the MCU for two months. And they're not yeah. afraid to let that stand on its own. Um, and it's yeah. of a quality that, that that is worthy of doing that. And I, I, I really like that about it. Um, and, yeah, it just means that there's so much more that they can do now. And they're very confident. Um, and I, it seems to me, the more the more I watch of WandaVision, the more I feel like I really understand where they're going with this whole phase of the MCU um you know when they announced in you know thor love and thunder that um uh nathie portman portman was coming back um and you know stuff like that it, it was like whoa what the hell is going on and she's playing like a female thor and look what's happening um but when you watch wandavision it's like okay i can see where they're going with this and the way that they've said you know what wanda's going to be in doctor strange 2 and doctor strange is going to have a huge role in spider-man 3 and like there's a lot of multiverse stuff happening it's like okay I think I see where they're going with this. And they're really trying to mix things up and be like, look, anything can happen. Like this is a persistent universe, so like everything can cross over. Um and it's interesting. Yeah. And, and and like you said, with showing these stories for smaller Avengers that didn't get a lot of screen time in these main films, like being able to see Wanda and Vision, uh, and then like Sam and Bucky more, and also like they've said Rhodey's gonna be in Falcon and Winter Soldier as well. So um Oh, is he? Yeah, I did yeah. Not they know announced that. that the other day. Um Holy which shit. is which is really cool so well, yeah it's preferred to not know that before stuff. the show you know what i mean if roadie showed yeah up, yeah maybe you know, i guess in the, in, um, in the show. but that but i mean but, that's your you've got yeah. captain america and iron and iron man now like roadie mm. is you know yeah he's the war machine but yeah, he's also yeah. like there's no other iron man right now for sure and, he, and he's getting he's his, his own show he's getting his own show um later love on, that i love that so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's really exciting it's really exciting it just seems like the mcu is just going in all of these directions but also staying so consistent too um and having this cohesive plan uh for what for where they're going so yeah i'm just i'm just so ready for where, wherever they take this and i think it's going to be totally different but it's going to be so engaging nonetheless and so long as they nail character as well then i'm down and i feel like they really have in wandavision like all the characters that are at the yeah. front and center i just love them like i just love seeing yeah. these people um and even characters that we haven't got to know a lot um you know over the course of other films ones that have taken back seats i'm just enjoying seeing them um as people and interacting with each other it's just 
it's what the MCU is all about, seeing these characters all interact and come together and um, in a meaningful way. And so, yeah, it's just super engaging and it's really exciting. And how do you feel about the multiverse? Because obviously, without spoiling anything, we have got a few bits, especially in that latest episode mm-hmm. um, of, of multiverse stuff. Like, what, what's your yeah. feelings on that? Like, that's obviously, like you mentioned, going to be a huge part of this next generation or era of, of, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. I think that it allows for really interesting, unique storytelling, especially from a studio that cares a lot about the, the minor details. Um, like, and I was talking last night on Discord about, this is like a sort of a tangent, but it, it makes sense, is Call of Duty Zombies um, on the surface is not what you would think it is. And when you look at the timeline, because um, they, they posted, I think it was a couple of years ago now, an official timeline of Call of Duty Zombies story, it's fucking insane. And you look at it and you're like, how can anyone understand this? But the devs get it and they've got these law keepers and it all makes so much sense. And it's fucking crazy how ridiculous it is. But because they take it seriously, the fans take it seriously. And I have a lot of respect for it, even though I don't follow it myself. And so I think when you go into something like a multiverse, you can't just, and when you start using time travel and whatever, you can't just do it with no consequence. You have to have someone or a team of people that care and are willing to make it all make sense and connect. And that's what I think Marvel Studios are able to do um, because yeah. they've shown so far that they really do care about telling a you know a cohesive story and meaningful um, character journeys and stuff. So I think when they tackle something like a multiverse that can get fucking crazy, like we've seen in comics and, and cartoons and stuff for superheroes, it's one of those things that I think they're, they're up to the challenge and I think they'll be able to do it um, whilst also giving you know these directors creative freedom to create unique uh shows and films as well so i'm really excited and it also opens the door for meaningful fan service as well because it means you can delve into those uh fox characters or you know uh the older spider-man characters and stuff um with you know the spider-man films which is what they seem to be doing um and do it in a way that's not just oh fucking toby Maguire shows up for a three-minute cameo like they can do something actually meaningful where it's like there's actually this connection to other outside universes and just go fucking crazy with it. And I think they know that, well, we've done Endgame and everyone fucking loved it and everyone pretty much understood it. So, like, yeah. our audience aren't dumb. Um, no. We no, can do this stuff. They respect the audience, which is what I mm-hmm. love. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what I really love. Uh, when you respect engaging. your audience, the audience respects you. Mm-hmm. And there's so yeah, many yeah. companies in the video game industry and the entertainment industry that don't get that. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they really don't respect, and, they, and it's only their heads that make those big decisions. They don't respect the audience that consumes what they produce. Mm-hmm. And people aren't stupid. Uh, and they don't like being treated like they are. And they won't respect the product. And the, mm-hmm. the reason the MCU is respected is because the MCU respects the audience. Yeah. And Endgame is proof that, you know, you can do crazy shit that, you know, reaches back into movies that came out 10 years ago and mess around with timelines and you can still make over a billion dollars doing it so it's 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 i think endgame has been a huge part of being able to make this next phase of the mcu work because there's these creators are going to have the freedom to do crazy stuff knowing that the executives are going to be like well we made a billion dollars off of this crazy idea so just do whatever you want because clearly people we can we can make money um yeah so it makes it really exciting and i think it's gonna be really cool and opens a lot of doors so yeah i'm fucking ready for you know the future and falcon and winter soldier and doctor strange and spider-man it's yeah it's exciting and obviously black widow the, the probably the greatest film of all time uh it's of still yet to come out so you know amazing 
Yeah. Do Do you think, with with regards to Black Widow, do you think if COVID persists, persists, they'll just release it on streaming? Yeah. Because it's gonna, they're gonna. Not the all their movies, but, get but, I think, but I, but I think um, Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think Black Widow has to because it's already so. N- yeah. Pointless. It should have come um, out uh, a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's been delayed a year. That I think that particular movie has to come out. You can hold off on mm-hmm. your Spider-Man, your Shang-Chi's and everything, but, yeah, but Black yeah. Widow needs to come out. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the one that just needs to come out. Yeah, just get it out the fucking way. Um yeah, it just kind of yeah. looks like Winter Soldier but not as good. Um like <laughs> Yeah. Epic spy film. Well, Winter Soldier's um, the best MCU movie. Um but never anyway. know. It might be amazing. It might actually yeah, just be amazing. I, I'm sure it'll be a great movie. I've no doubts about that. That's gonna be yeah. a really fun movie. Um, it's just, yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of reasons. I I want it to come out. And I hope it does. Um, mm-hmm. Just release in cinemas where they can and put on streaming services, um, as well. Um, mm-hmm. Soon after, soon after. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I think I think that's wow. it. That's we've gotten through all nice. the news. We've had some, we've had some good chats. Um, mm-hmm. Nice and concise. Um, th- Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening and watching this episode of the As Always podcast for the first mm-hmm. time ever on the Four Pillars Network channel. If you haven't subscribed Wonderful. yet, subscribe. Subscribe. Like the podcast. Turn um, on notifications. Of, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Um, and subscribe to the Four Pillars Clips channel, that new channel. Yeah. There's so much going on, so much content to come. And um, be sure to check out Streamcast covering WandaVision Episode 5 tomorrow, premiering mm-hmm. on the Four Pillars Network. Um, and then we're back next uh, Monday, well, we're actually back. We're back. James and I are back Sunday on Patreon.com forward slash as always oh. for Clubhouse episode one hundred and one. Then wow. Monday for the Four Pillars podcast episode two, and then of course Streamcast Tuesday and Thursday the eighteenth, the Pastcast, the debut premiere episode of the Pastcast with Jack and Joe. So a lot of content coming from the Four Pillars Network and as always entertainment. Mm-hmm. So thank you to the Sweet Vintage Lights Power this podcast over at patreon.com forward slash as always which is one dollar a month you get exclusive access to the best podcasts on the internet the clubhouse podcast plus a lot of cool bonus perks and rewards go check it out uh, including mm-hmm. being on the credits list uh, for these podcasts so to thank those sweet vintage lads we have Damien Real Kermit Cinema King Richard III Viridian Colton the Cream Pie King Jesper Olsen Ulbrich Avery Dobbs Cat94 Flash Paradox Does the name William Miles Ring a Bell Cassandra Fingers Me With a Thick Strong Arms Raj Ryan Hafer Bullsack 47 Seth Murray 5380 Lumistrad Pink Flame 3 on 3 Ooga Booga Chinka Wooga Tugum Booga Zuga Luga Suga Vuga Ruga Suga Yuga Duga Booga um, that's not the last word, but I just made it up. <laughs> Sab2557, Henry, Kim Asaba Game of Cream Pie, Sakaris, aka Kieran, Justin, Aragon, Emil Catborg, BQ of all the Elder, Fishy, Josh Duvillier, Rav Jai, Team Anna Travis, Son of Bitch, OG Dogger, Harrisy, aka Bat Assassin, Connor DeRose, Bully in the Alley, Gene, Joshua Mora, Brian Ford is now really good at Gwent, Joe the Sexy Boy Smith, The Week. The Weekly Planet is objectively the best podcast on the internet. Josh J. Anderson, Winona Ryder, aka Lindsay from Destination Wedding, Furious Coco, Alfie Robert, Benedict Clobber, Sam Wise the Sassy, Joe the Founder Scab, aka Tyler Sun, Victor Eliason, Fat Fuck Cuck, Ginkgo Swag, <coughs> Cassassin, Master Bass, TJFL, Luca, Andy Cure, Max H, Poopy D, Scoop, Scoop, Diddy Whoop, Whoop, D Scoop, <laughs> D Poop. 
Chunky Mallah, Hook, Hooky, Nick Miller, Radoc, Jack DJ1998, Owen Big Brain Brain, Walshy, Jasnotta, Gwen Hughes, Imagine Dying in Demon Souls, though, Evan Brown, Ben Higgins is waiting for David Jones EP. Actually, in the next two weeks, the first um, video of his original Zeka cards will come out two weeks from now mm. at some point. Uh, Christian Rowe, your money, I don't have your money. Your money, I don't have your money. Philip Stillwagon, Jimmy, your penis. Give me a penis. Jimmy. I'm sorry, I'm so tired. Give me a penis. Kyle, Lady Litsomania, Greenies Weenie, Liam, the blue cow, Jackery, the fucking gamer, the poopy whoopy, also fucked me up with reading. Uh, Raining Not Sunny, Louis de Leon, Tristan Obigfell, Evan, the kitty, Big Dick, 666909, Angel of Harlem, Big Lad Ewan, Anonymous 1K, Christian 0210, Hellsberg, Otico World 7, Possessed Jackal, Trajan, Markion Young, Zeppo, Jack Nichols, Biggest Fucking Virgin, Thomas James Talbot, I Be Eating Pussy Like I'm S- Cervical Cancer, God Bodge, Elias Rowe, Order 1908, <laughs> They Call Me The Greenie Bearer, but Assassin Christmas is long gone, a.k.a. Connor, Franco, and Pubert Flubert. Thank Jesus. you for this night's Felping Powers podcast and making well, the list. Ask along. Look forward to seeing you next Sunday for Clubhouse episode 101. Yeah. Some amazing topics and stories <clears throat> up already. Be sure to get your topics in soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, of course, we will see you all next time. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.